Alright guys, so welcome to another episode of today's podcast. So in today's episode, it's going to be the topic of architects using architecture design buzzwords, right? So we will discuss about this pretty quickly in today's episode, but it's really just this idea that too many architects nowadays hide behind generic buzzwords, right? So what do I mean by that? Well, let me give you an example. You know, it's just really this idea that if you ask any architect what they do, They'll just say that they're an architect, right? They'll say they have a practice or a business. They sell design services with it. And the way that they deliver those design services is through a design process, right? And the problem with all this is that their communication of their value is going to be the biggest problem that they currently have within their, you know, practice when they're communicating with their uh, prospects or their potential clients, right? And the reason that they have a communication problem in their value is because they haven't thought critically enough about what it is that they can actually deliver to the client or the customer, right? So ask yourself, right, how many of your clients actually care about delivering design services for them, right? Ask yourself that question right now, right? It's literally zero, right? The only reason that they would even care that you delivered design services for them is because they believe that it contributes to a greater desired goal. Right. Which means that for the person who hires the architect, they don't want a pretty looking building or a pretty looking house. They want the results that a pretty looking building might be able to bring. Right. You know, a higher rate of sales, better conversion rates of rooms being sold or better communication of the value of the project to you know assist their sales team or booking more appointments for rooms to be you know sold. Or it doesn't have to be number related either, right? If they want an architect to build them a house, it could be that it brings them more joy within their lives, have a home to build a family on, or even have a home to retire to, right? So as you can see, all of these reasons are all of the uh, possibilities that a building or a house or, or a project can actually bring to the client or the customer. And if one of those values metrics doesn't actually align and shift, then the business of your clients, the business or your clients will actually feel like it's going to be a waste of time hiring an architect, right? So understanding that every time an architect gets hired, nobody wants you for your output, right? They want the results that the output can potentially generate, right? And when you hide behind the architecture design buzzwords, you're subconsciously communicating that you don't actually understand what it is that they actually want. Right. So when you reposition yourself around the benefit that your clients and your customers get from engaging with you, that's when magical things start to happen. Right. So if you think about Silicon Valley and if you think about Airbnb or even even think about Uber, think about Amazon, their mantras for their businesses are all based around how they can provide the customer with the best experience. Right. Steve Jobs himself religiously just repeated himself around this idea of starting with the customer experience first and work back towards the technology, right? So too many architects start with a technology, right? They study the technology, you know, learning Photoshop, uh, all the Adobe suites, or even 3D modeling softwares for about six years, right? And they develop a really solid skill set and mastering, you know, their craft and then ask themselves after, you know, after they graduate or they even work in the practice for, you know, how many years now, how do I sell the design services, right? The key to succeeding is starting with the customer experience first, right? 
what problems and pain points of the customer is going through and what would be required to generate and provide them with the greatest customer experience, right? This is why you see so many successful companies in Silicon Valley, right? Airbnb, for instance, if you go to their website, they don't explain that they're a tech company, right? That's what an architect would do, right? They just explain that they are a provider of this technical thing, right? Airbnb doesn't do that. Airbnb doesn't say that they are a tech company that's really good at their specific tech process, right? Instead, they talk about the overall customer experience and the benefit that they provide their customers and clients with, right? They talk about democratizing accommodation globally so that the people can feel home in any country, wherever they're traveling to, right? So they're focusing on what the client gets and the actual customer experience, right? Uber is the same thing, right? They don't talk about the fact that they, they're a tech company that's combined GPS technology with the driver infrastructure, all of that stuff, right? A network so that, you know, people can like transact online. Instead, they really talk about the fact that they get you from A to B in a smarter, cheaper, and faster way, right? They focus on the customer experience, right? Amazon, right? Very famously known as well do nothing but talk about what's best for the customer, what's best for the customer. And Jeff Bezos for 10 years pretty much didn't declare profit in his company. And most people thought that his stock was a bomb, right? Because he reinvested all of his money to the company was, you know, in building the infrastructure so that they could get the shipping times down for their product purchases, right? Why? Because he focused more onto the customer experience wide variety of products and operations at the cheapest price delivered to your door as quickly as humanly possible, right? So that's what Amazon is all about. And so if you ask yourself, how can you apply this same thinking to your architecture practice or business? How can you move beyond the design buzzwords that every architect gets stuck using the strategy behind branding, identity or process and all of this junk, right? Just get rid of it and figure out what do people actually get from engaging with you, right? If you can't answer that question, then you're going to have to build a better, you know, service or a better proposition for your customers instead, right? The problem that most architects have is that their answer to why the hell should somebody invest money with you is because they say, you know, I've got this X amount of experience and I've got this kind of good design process. I really love my clients and my customers are really personable and I'm really fast, right? There's nothing valuable about any of this because it's not talking about the end outcome that you can contribute towards to, right? And in communicating all of these things, you're showing that you're only thinking in terms of yourself and not the intentions of the client or the customer that they're trying to attract the most successful, you know, businesses in the world. Instead, they focus on who their clients are and who their customers are and what those people are experiencing, right? Their pains, their challenges, their desires, the things that they are striving for. And they build products or services that allows those people to bridge the gap between where they are right now and where they're trying to get to. And then all they do is that they communicate that they can help them bridge that gap, right? Architects, on the other hand, just talk about the technologies that they use, but the problem with this is that it's not a technology that's valuable. 
It's the application of the technology in the context of getting somebody to an ultimate goal, right? So the key to shifting away from very standard design buzzwords that everybody in the architecture design space is using is just really just asking yourself, what's the valuable outcome that you can contribute towards to, right? Why would somebody invest, you know, 5,000, 10,000 or $20,000 with you? And what do they actually get for their money? Right? How can you provide them in the return on investment? You know, how can you prove that the money will return in multiples? Right? Because if you can't communicate that, then you're showing that you're an investment and you're showing that you're a cost, right? And that's just going to put you in the maybe or onto the no pile for you know all of your potential clients, right? And the best way to communicate your value is really to remove all the buzzwords, right? Really ask yourself what's the best transition with the biggest gap that you're able to bridge for your best clients and focus on communicating what outcome you're able to deliver them. It has to be measurable. It has to be tangible outcomes, not great design, not feeling confident in your brand, right? None of that, literally what somebody will achieve in the end, right? What event did they eventually get to, right? How did they know that they have arrived there and explain in a way that, you know, a five-year-old could even understand because you know, if you can't explain in a way that a five-year-old can actually understand, then the majority of the market won't actually understand it either, right? So, I mean, that's it, right? Stop hiding behind the buzzwords and start thinking like Silicon Valley businesses. Focus on the customer experience first, right? Don't start with the technology and work towards the customer experience and start with what people actually need and want and figuring out what you need to put together to help them get towards the goal, right? So that's it, guys, for today's episode. If you have any questions about today's episode or show, feel free to reach out to me at revealcollaborative.co.uk forward slash call. And if you're interested in joining with me and the clients that I've worked with to be a part of the Rising Architects program, feel free to send me a message on LinkedIn or just use the link revealcollaborative.co.uk forward slash call to get started with me. So that's it for today, guys. Until next time. Have a fantastic day.